Hi, babes, and welcome to this episode of The Final Frontier. I am Tia Coffee, hosting my own podcast, which I think officially makes me the Caesar Flickerman of the podcast community. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking to the gorgeous, the wonderful, the icon of Drag Race UK Series 5, Kate Butch. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having me. No, I, I thank you for being here. This is lovely. This is very exciting. It is, it's my home. We've changed from the sofa to a lovely grey chair. Because legally we're not allowed to be on the same piece of furniture. No, yeah, I've got a restraining order against you. Oh, don't joke about that. <laughs> don't joke about that. Um, I feel like for anyone listening at home uh, who is not seeing the visuals, Kate is 100% absolutely in drag in right full now. drag sequin gown. Two-foot-tall wig. A full... No, Kate is comfortable and out of drag, and I'm very jealous. I didn't know that this was being filmed. <laughs> it's not. It's a live okay. stream. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's happening right now. Um, so just to fill you in, the premise of the podcast is that we are talking about all things drag and all things sci-fi and the intersection of these things, unless someone doesn't do drag, in which case it's just me talking about drag. But you do do drag. I, I have dabbled. <laughs> Once or twice. A couple of times. I think I've seen you on the television. Or maybe, yes. briefly. Um, but you are a massive sci-fi fan. I'm an absolute big loser. <laughs> Uh, and also a sci-fi fan. Are you? Do you prefer like nerd or geek to describe yourself? Um, I think nerd. I think there's a difference. I don't know if I like the word geek. I it's too many geek. plosives. Geek. geek. I think that's very satisfying. I like nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Loser. I have like one person who I used to speak to, uh, who I met on a dating app, shall we say, Ooh. who like WhatsApps me and was like, "How are you doing, nerd?" And I'm like, what oh. in the 1980s is this flirting? That's, I don't know, that, that's an no. instant turn off. I'm oh, you're like, the glamorous geek, aren't you? The glamorous geek who was very off kilter. Yeah, very that. Thank Good you. memory. Thank you. Um, it's me, Kate Butch, let me in at your window. Do, do we need like a copyright strike against us singing our own verses? I don't know. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> no, I do prefer geek, but you prefer nerd. Speak, yeah. speak on it, sis. Um, it is just the sounds of the word, <laughs> like the word geek. It makes me think of Eugene from Greece. Okay, specific. Which I have played to critical acclaim, but... Um, <laughs> this is not a chance for you to reel off your spotlight not my profile. <laughs> spotlight pin, one, two... <laughs> no, this is not an audition. Please. Um, yeah, I think nerd is a bit softer in the word. See, I think nerd and geek have different connotations because i think nerd feels academic whereas geek feels like media pop culture okay yeah um yeah i mean i i would say i was slightly academic someone once described me in drag as if lawrence cheney had a degree i actually hate that because i also know lawrence cheney doesn't have a degree so it's relevant um she's got a crown and what 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 were your gcse grades if we're playing this oh, game well um six a's Four A stars and um, a diploma in creative and media, which oh. was worth seven and a half GCSEs and also worth nothing. In the real world, yeah. Okay. That was a B. So I did I did fewer. Did you? But to Better. more critical acclaim. Um, eight A stars, one A. And wait for it, the A was in Latin. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Um, but I also have a, a B tech in public services. <laughs> 
What's that? I don't know. But <laughs> I was at, ambulances. I was an RAF cadet, so we basically got it automatically. My dad was in the RAF. Oh, really? Look at this military trauma. My granddad was in the RAF. So it was mine, oh. which is why my dad was, and I do this. Yeah. The, our, our grandparents were in the RAF, and we just really like scooch flying the flag. <laughs> Which I think counts. It's the same. Yeah. I think we're definitely more cabin crew than pilot, aren't we? <laughs> very, very that. The exits that I can't point. I'm holding a cup. Here, here. And there's a joke there somewhere. Yeah. About where the other exit is. Something about um, anuses. So back to <laughs> sci-fi. <laughs> Let's talk about sci-fi. Yeah. I know we both have a big love of Doctor Who, but we'll come back to that. I want to know what your niches are. What are you into? Oh, Imagine well. this is a grinder chant. <laughs> I'm very into like the nostalgia, the kind of the, the things that you watch as a kid. Um, and I sat bolt upright in bed last night thinking about this. Oh. And I just went, the demon headmaster. <gasps> okay, that's quite fierce because I do think that while it is a CBBC classic, it does still count as sci-fi. Yeah, because he's like hypnotizing. There's one where he's got like a computer generated mask. Um, Wait, when was that? I think it's a book that they didn't adapt. Oh, I but see. Because I, I can read. Oh, nerd. See, I, I was well into the books as well. Thank you, Gillian Cross. What an iconic... Who, I mean, Gillian Cross wrote quite a lot of iconic uh, kids' fiction. Yeah, absolutely. And I've read it all because I had not many friends growing up. Oh, okay. Thank you for asking. I don't know if I needed to explain that. No, but... not, <laughs> not at all I got it. See, I'm the inverse. I had a lot of friends growing up and now I sit alone and cry. Um, <laughs> the Demon Headmaster was iconic and it actually got remade fairly recently. Yes, I haven't seen that remake. Sadly, I have at my big age because I was like, this is nostalgia and I will, as an adult, watch The Demon Headmaster. And it was... was it it was different energy. I kind of respected the choices that they made to make it more contemporary. It's a different demon headmaster. Um, spoiler alert, in the final episode, it is revealed that the new demon headmaster is actually in contact with the original. Oh, it's like a James Bond regeneration. Very, it's more... It's, I feel like it's more like a... I think the implication was the original demon headmaster was now in control of some demon headmasters. Puppeteering. Very that. Mm. Very that. Which was camp. That's lovely. Um, another one that I thought of in terms of nostalgia. I don't know if it counts because it's... Sorry, you decided we were done with the Demon Headmaster. Oh, sorry. I could talk about it for years. Oh, no, I can. On. No, carry on. I will. I'm just, don't <laughs> I get must. me started on Dynaglass. I'm... <laughs> um, what, like, Ingrid, was that a friend? Yes. The little rat one? Uh, she, yes. Like, she was a little... Oh, like Dinah? She had uh, spunk. Not like that. Vim and vigor. Yes. And verve. verve. She had verve. Verve. A, a certain joie de vivre. Terror of the vervoids. Mm. Oh. Yes. Yes, no. Thank you. I know, I'm such a loser. <laughs> no, I love um, uh, I like that kind of 90s, 80s. The things that were on mm. when you were ill from school on the CBBC channel around midday. Okay. They'd run like a TV film from the olden times. Yeah. I'd, there was one that I remember of... They were always about, like, a boy in a field who found a crashed alien shuttle. And you, Sorry, you just reminded me of one. This might be... Do you remember Aquila? Mm, I know the name. Okay. Do you remember Chocky? No. That was, I think... Is it John Wyndham who wrote Day of the Triffids? He Possibly. wrote that, and it was about an alien that implanted itself into a young boy's brain. Sounds healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good thing for you to be watching at your age. I with an alien implanting itself in my brain. Um, but that was kind of weird. The ones with the creepy synth music. Mm. Um, what's the Russell T Davies one? With Doctor Kate Winslet. Who? No, it's like a, a CITV. A classic. With Kate Winslet. It's I, like her first 
acting job? I see. I was a CBBC gal. I was not on uh, CITV. Oh, I was a bit of both. I was never like a Nickelodeon no. or a Disney. My goodness. Because we couldn't afford that. Yeah, people who had more than five channels. I was like, what in the royal family is going on here? <laughs> Bury that. Do you remember Atomic Betty? Did you ever watch that? No. Does that count as sci-fi? Because she was in space. Okay, maybe. But she was like an animated... I thought you meant Atomic Kitten. I was like, no, that's a girl group. <laughs> that's different. Gary Catone, a prawn ring, one pound. <laughs> no, that counts as sci-fi. Absolutely. <laughs> well, what's Atomic, Atomic Betty? It was an animated thing about... Atomic Betty, who was just a space-faring young woman mm-hmm. who had a lovely kind of Jetsons-esque outfit. Drag. Drag. She was basically in drag. She mm-hmm. had a little green alien friend. And it was about a 15-minute episode. Couldn't tell you a single thing that happened, but they just went around. It's kind of a bit of Fairly Odd Parents-esque. Okay. That kind of business. I see that. Is that sci-fi? I feel like it is sci-fi. Now, I was discussing last week, or a few... Well, I was discussing a while ago... Maybe two weeks ago? I don't know when Time this is, is happening. Weird. Time is different in yes. our world. Always winter and never Christmas. What's Narnia, that's not sci-fi. No, no, that's fantasy. That's fantasy. It's a, there's an intersection. There's a, a Venn diagram. A crossover. Do you know the Box of Delights? No. Love that. That's more fantasy than sci-fi, but he's got a fun box. What do you think is the distinction? Like, when does fantasy become sci-fi and sci-fi become fantasy? I I'm hoping this is a monologue so I can sip coffee. I think the outfits need to be shiny for it to be sci-fi. That's how you're delineating between... Yeah. Okay. There needs to be, like, glittery bits. Maybe a computer. Okay. Probably a computer. Yeah, a computer. Or a laboratory. Because I think whether it's sci-fi or fantasy, people can have pointy ears. In both, yeah, because aliens and elves. Yeah. Yeah. Vulcans, elves, like, there's an overlap. But it's down to the costume being shiny, in your opinion. Yeah, like, Lord of the Rings, they're all quite... Torp, aren't they? Taupe. It's Shades of Beige. Shades of Beige. Fifty Shades yeah. of Beige. Very. <laughs> Have you read the book Shades of Grey? Not Fifty Shades of Grey. That's a good sci-fi. I'm going all over the place Wait, on this. Are you saying Fifty Shades of Grey? No, is no, no. A good it's a book sci-fi. called Shades of Grey by Jasper Ford. Okay. And it's about a society in the future where um, everyone can only see like one or two colours, and oh. the colour that you can see is like your hierarchy in society. Wait. So what's the, what would the highest echelon be? I think it's purple. Oh, people love a royal purple analogy. Yeah. American Horror Story Apocalypse, purples. Yes. They were the highest is class. Is that sci-fi? Now, sometimes I feel like American Horror Story is sci-fi and sometimes fantasy. I would say Apocalypse, probably yeah. a bit sci-fi because it's possible future, possible worlds. Mm. But Roanoke, they're in a cabin. Yeah, that's just that's horror. Just, that's just horror. Yeah. I'm not really a big horror person. I, can... I, like, I like to be creeped out, mm-hmm. not to be poo yourself terrified very that and i think a lot of that kind of 70s 80s 90s sci-fi is that kind of creepy yeah i am going to have to pause for a bollock i'm so sorry (laughs) i've just this whole time been pretending i'm fine and actually i'm in hideous pain fair enough are you keeping this bit in yeah why not yeah i'm just gonna would you like to tell you a tale of the sea while you rearrange your gubbins no i'm just gonna go over here because i feel like I'll look away. I'm going to look away. I'm averting. Long story short, I didn't have a washer dryer for ages, so I was taking all my things to a laundrette for 30 quid a pop. Um, Come on, extenders. I got, I, got, uh, I got a new washer dryer delivered yesterday, so I was down to my... You know when you get to emergency pans? Yeah. Yeah, it was this or a jock strap, so I went, do you know what? Just going to have to deal with painful bollocks. And here you are. And speaking it's of painful bollocks... Story. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey is a book by Jasper Ford. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, just tell me everything. Oh, it's great. It's, um, I think they were going to make a film of it, and they've just come out with the sequel. 
I haven't read yet. But I love a kind of a dystopian society. Yeah. Uh, like a 1984 or a Brave New World. That's all sci-fi, I would say. Is 1984 sci-fi? Yes, it absolutely is. They got a big telly. They do. Yeah. There's a big telly and a big scary hierarchy of society. And yeah. yeah. I like a dystopian future. Same. Yes. Um, the Running Man. Have you seen that? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, in I a don't kind know of, It's a bit Hunger Games Battle Royale kind of business. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is that sci-fi Hunger Games, would you say? Right. Hunger Games is definitely... Again, we've got dystopian future, we've got technology. Big telly. Big, yeah, there's... That's, big, the, that's the point of sci-fi. Is a big, big if they've telly. got a big telly, it's sci-fi. I mean, you're not wrong, because, like, I guess Star Trek, like, the bridge... Yeah, the TARDIS has a big telly. TARDIS, depending on which TARDIS it well, is, it's got a reasonable size telly. Yeah. Just to see outside occasionally. Mm. But oh, also... Cyberman. It's my favourite bit for the five doctors. They look <laughs> outside reference. and Susan goes, <gasps> Cyberman. Yeah, my favourite thing from like classic who generally yeah. it's just all of the companions who talk like this yeah. and a, doctor. doctor I simply can't <laughs> doctor I'm just too frail and frightened my dream is to play like a 1968 female companion in Doctor Obsessed. Who like I feel like they should do an episode well, how have we got to Doctor Who I was saving so it sorry. And we, we put a pin in it and we take the pin out but I do want them to do an episode where like they bump into like a classic Doctor and I just run around the corner and I'm like no Doctor I simply can't <laughs> I'm too frightened. I'm too scared. <laughs> yes. What I is would the watch accent? That. I don't know. RP. Is it RP? It's just the only accent that was allowed on TV at the time. Very that. But does anyone speak with other than like the actual royal family? Does anyone have a natural native RP accent? Not relevant to sci-fi. I'm just interested no, in your I thoughts. I did do um, an A-level in English language and I did talk about this exactly. Um, watch with mother. Um, <laughs> it was the only accent that they thought people would be able to understand everywhere. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the 60s when Coronation Street and other such regional things came out, mm -hmm. they realised that, oh, people with accents can be on the telly. We shouldn't lock them away in little sheds. Well. People from the north on the TV. <laughs> oh. That is a, a horrifying concept. Um, are there a lot of sci-fi shows that have northerners in them? A random question, but relevant to the conversation. Lots of planets have a north. Doctor Who, reboot Doctor 2005, Who, Christopher Eccleston. Um, and Jodie. They didn't have any Jodie. classic Doctors with a Northern accent. They had a Scottish. Well, I think that's the interesting thing about Doctor Who is that it's a new Who phenomenon that Doctors speak with non-native accents. Because everyone maybe... until David Tennant spoke with their own accent. Exactly. And maybe in the show where the main character could change his face completely, or their face completely, that maybe we should try a bit of diversity. Yeah, maybe. Just a bit. Just a tad. But one of them was Scottish. That is true. Sylvester. In fact, Did you hear about Patrick Troughton? Well, I've heard of him, but what specifically the, about him? When he was offered the role of Doctor Who, he was like, I'm going to do it in blackface. And they were all like, please don't. He was like, just to make it completely different, I'll do it in blackface. And they were like, you're not doing that, Patrick. Isn't that wild? I'm actually so unhappy about that. <laughs> I wish I could get in my TARDIS and unlearn that information. I did not know that. I'm sorry, I know a lot of little facts. About blackface. <laughs> Mainly about Doctor Who. But... I, would, I would just like to clarify, I'm half Nigerian, so I feel like we're allowed to discuss this. Yes. 
It's, yeah. I'm not. No, you are. <laughs> you're, you're doing it in a slay historical ally way. You're yeah. not saying, and you should have done. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that would be problematic. Yes. Have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Would, no. No. Should you? Do you wear wigs? <laughs> no. Will you wear wigs? I'll tell you. Um, we've gone so into the Doctor Who universe I'm at so this point. I'm so sorry. Or Whoiverse. I feel like it's time for us to discuss Doctor okay. Who Let's since we've it. touched on it. I feel like our bonding point is particularly around Doctor Who and associated stories. I think one of my earliest memories of you, I think we'd known each other doing drag-ish. Yes. But it was in Edinburgh at the Fringe. Oh. Where we were doing shows, and I think you were doing a Doctor Who show. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Which I lovingly called Doctor Who'sical. Um, It was a musical about Doctor Who, (laughs) a parody of, um, which I absolutely loved. Yeah. It's one of my favourite shows that I've ever done. Maybe we should bring it back. I'm down. Yeah. Can I be like Jackie Tyler? I'd have to write her in. She wasn't in the original Doctor Who'sical, but... She should be. She, I mean... She's a cornerstone of... She really Certainly is. the first two seasons and now every single Big Finish drama. Oh, I love the, like, Big Finish, like, bringing in... Jackie Tyler of, and River Song just having a camp all time. Just enjoying themselves. I think my dream is to be in a Big Finish Doctor Who. I'd love that. I've yeah. got a good face for radio. Well, this is the thing. I've, um, you know, I'm trying to get in with Juno Dawson, so she'll put me into a Doctor Who Redacted. Yes. Can you put a word in for me as well? I will, Jane. You could play, like, siblings, drag alien siblings. Or just, like, Doctor and Master. Why not? Let's I... go the whole hog. I'll take it. I would love uh, a Doctor Who episode to be set, like, in like, the RVT in the 60s or something. Or, like, specifically that day Princess Diana turned up with Freddie, exactly. as Freddie Mercury. And there are aliens trying to, like, disrupt the course of time by revealing it's Diana or something. Yeah. I mean, small space for a full story. It'd have to be around the Vauxhall area. They've got, like, quite a few dressing rooms up above. It's a big building. Listen, there's a few there's a few good spaces to get dressed, but if there's too many people, you're getting dressed in the little kitchen bit. Let's not lie. <laughs> We've all been there. Exactly, yes. Yeah. And the dressing room by the stage. So much drama could take place. Yeah. Yes. So much drama has taken place there, I'd say. Very much so. What other Doctor Who, Hooniverse shows are you a fan of? Uh, well, I have been a fan of it since before it came back, like I think you are also. Slay. Slay. Um, yeah, I, I got a copy of The Five Doctors from the library. A copy from the library? Yeah, I love the library. Oh, silence in the library. Oh, shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donna Noble has been saved. Donna Noble has left the library. The building? No library. That's Elvis. Yes, has left the building. <laughs> Donna Noble has left the library. Donna Noble has been saved. Is that a correct quote? I think so. Yeah. Hey, who's under the lights? Oh. Hey, who's under the lights? Oh, what was Miss Evan? Was it Evangelista? Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she came back and her face hadn't been downloaded properly or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Sad, and all the kids were the same. Yes. Dr. Moon? Dr. Moon, that, that was a good episode. Can I, sorry, I've totally thrown you off at the, what you were saying, but can I tell you one of my favourite Doctor Who quotes of all time? Please. Before we knew Missy was Missy, she was pretending to be like the automated welcome droid. Yes. Just when, when the Doctor asked to see who was in charge and she started walking off, she just screams, Dr. Chen! <laughs> one of my favourite quotes, just in yep. a bizarre voice for no reason. She's love Missy. incredible. Needs a spin-off. Michelle Gomez, love her. Yeah, I'd watch the Missy Adventures. I would. Like, I think that phase where she's trying to learn to be good, mm. 
As a spin-off would be iconic. That whole Bill Potts season, amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Shout out to Pearl Mackey, obsessed. She's great. She really is. She deserved more. Well, I feel like they could bring her back. I do have a gripe with her story, though. What? Right, so her whole trajectory, she ended up being a cyber person. Mm-hmm. Cyber them, as I like to call them. And Heather, the puddle, the 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 uh, intergalactic puddle, mm. saved her and whisked her off so she could see the whole universe. Fast forward to Christmas, where she came back as a piece of glass. Yeah. Unnecessary, because she'd already been whisked off by the puddle. Puddle Heather. <laughs> Uh, my good friend Caitlin Powell, who I co-host my podcast with, has Lovely. a small gripe with Stephen Moffat that uh, he okay. can't write lesbians. Um, and all lesbians in Stephen Moffat are either a lizard or a puddle. True. Or, or eventually you, a lizard or puddle. <laughs> lizard or puzzle. Puddle. Uh, would, I ra- would I rather be lizard or the puddle? The two genders, lizard and puddle. I'd go, honestly, puddle. A lot more travelling involved. Lizard, you're pretty much... Victorian or underground. That's true. You've got that one bit where you're like, good man goes to war, fighting. Can pop up with your big tongue. Yes. Shout out to Jenny as well. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't she just randomly die at some point as well? She did, but I think it was in the timeline where Clara jumped in to the doctor's um, life wound. You know that big light up life wound? I'm not getting involved. <laughs> that was a bizarre one. I kind of, I was obsessed, obsessed with Doctor Who mm-hmm. as a child. Like Doctor Who magazine, Doctor Who adventures, Doctor Who battles in time. I had every single card. Lovely. Did you get the figurines as well? Yeah, the figurines, yes. Lovely. Cassandra destroyed. Oh, slay. Just the empty, <laughs> like, frame of Cassandra. Very fierce. I spent like eight quid on it. Back, 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 Willem. From character. <laughs> I, 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 sorry, carry on. I was going to talk about your tweet about Birkbeck McMillan, but my favourite. Um, I loved it and I was obsessed with it. And then I think after David changed into Matt, that's kind of where I started to drop off. Are you not an Amy Pond stan? I love Karen Gillan. I think Amy Pond is a bad person. Borderline abusive. <laughs> yeah, no, but she is. But I love Amy Pond. But also... I love Rory. Yeah. Yeah. But now you said it, Amy is a bit... She's a bad egg. She's a little bit. But to be, she's been through a lot. She's been sat in a garden for 30 years. She, let's say, let, no. We'll she, allow. She's actually not been through that much. What happened? Yeah, actually, she had a lovely little cottage. Yeah. She had a fine life. She just had an imaginary friend that she knew was real. We all had that. Did we? Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I used to pretend that I was, like, in my head I was like, I am the doctor. The, the popular Murray my Gold bedroom was soundtrack my, was song, my I Am The Doctor. Uh, how does it go? Go on. That's where we have to stop because we don't have the license. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so you used to pretend you were the Doctor? Well, just in my mind, I was like, I am the Doctor. This is all not real. These aren't my family. Were you looking for a fob watch to be like, this is yes. my Time Lord? What's it called? Chameleon Arch. Chameleon Arch. I was like, Metacrisis? No, that's a different thing. Too many things. Yeah, too many, <laughs> too many wibbly wobbly timey wimey words. Um, yes, but I did kind of drop off, and then I've gone back and rewatched all the bits where I dropped off. I came back for Jodie because I was like, we've got to support it. Yeah. Um, and I love Shooty. Yes, same. Even though we've only had like one and a half episodes. Good episodes, though. Lovely. Mm. I'm very glad that Russell's back. I was a Russell girly. I think we're all Russell girlies. Mm. I think we are all Russell groupies at this point. Yeah. No offence to... Th- well, <laughs> not too much offence to the others. 
I would like the them on the podcast. The appropriate amount of offence. Yeah. Yeah. I think they probably won't listen to this one. They know I, what they did. I'd like the... <laughs> no, true. I met Chris Chibnall once. Did you? Was he nice? Yeah, he was he nice. He seems really nice. He really liked the question that I asked him. What did you ask him? I said, did Ryan ever learn to ride the bike? And did he? And he was like, that's a really interesting question because I think they shot different versions because they decided they were going to end it with Ryan successfully riding the bike as a moment of triumph. Yeah. But then they were like, well, that's actually quite unfair on people who are dyspraxic, mm. who would continue to struggle, but it's fine. Yeah. And they decided to represent that and have him do a little better, but oh. still fall off. And I was like, that was actually probably exactly the right choice to show like, you work hard, you can progress, but also you don't magically overcome like your your problems instantly. And I thought that was a really nice, nice touch. That's very clever. Mm. I like the Rosa Parks episode. Yeah. Um, who knew that Bradley Walsh could act like that at yes. the end? That was great. Yeah. I think, There's lots of to unpack in it, but... I found that episode quite hard because the thing that I've always loved about sci-fi is that it can kind of show you a more idealised version of the future. As I said yeah. previously, like, seeing the diversity of the the crew on the bridge of the, the Star Starship Enterprise on Star Trek, like, that was... Like, really important to me. Yeah. But then also watching that Rosa Parks episode of Doctor Who and I'm, like, not a space racist from the future. Oh, God. Space racist. Space racist. Yeah. Also, slightly problematic because I did think he was really fair. <laughs> but, uh, I, I was like, oh, God, of, of course I think the space racist is fair. That really speaks to my deep-seated traumatic issues. I won't talk about my ex on this podcast, thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, Space Racist. Um, yeah, it's a very emotional episode, and I think it was a good one in terms of showing that, like, historic realism, but also, like, you know, you're never going to get rid of all of the problems in the future. These people are still going to crop up and exist from from their own places of, like, insecurity. Yeah. I think that was... They did some good bits. Yeah, they, they did. did. They did our Chris. Um... Although I, I was very, sorry, my anxiety watching it for the first time, I was like, if if they have, like, the Doctor or Bradley Walsh or someone go, no, Rosa, you stay there. I was like, let let the woman have the triumph. Like, please don't rewrite that moment of history. It was kind of nice that they ensured, like, they were part of ensuring the bus was too busy. Yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. But I was so nervous that they would be like, we stand with, like, she needed her moment, and they gave her her moment, and I loved it. Also, same actress who was in my favourite episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah. that's sci-fi. Some of it's that's sci-fi. about big tellies. It is all about big tellies. Pretty much. Do you like Black Mirror? Um, I've not seen all of it. I've dabbled. Um, White Bear. Iconic. Amazing episode. Traumatising, but I do watch it once a month. It's so good. Um, I've not really watched it since it's been on Netflix. I watched the Andrew Scott one because I'm in love with him. I met him once at Freedom Bar Soho. I, someone leaked on Twitter his, like, lurking Instagram, his secret private one. Oh, really? And I requested to follow it and instantly rejected. <laughs> Devastated. No, you were like, it's me, Kate Butch, let me in let at me your in window. at your Instagram. Yeah, and they were like, no. But he watches Drag Race. Yes. So he must know who we are. When are you going to be a guest judge, Andrew? Andrew, please. Yeah, he was having a great time at Freedom. And I met, who's that other one that he's mates with who's in that film? Paul Meskell. Yeah, that's the one. He kissed me on the hand. And then did he run away on Hampstead Heath? That's what he does. I'd have chased him. (laughs) Um, Me too. (laughs) If you were allowed to be run away from Paul Meskell, (laughs) you just didn't want it enough. Yeah. You should have run faster. Just wants to play a big game of it. Or tag. (laughs) Or tig. Tig. I was tig. Yes, it makes sense. Regions. Regional. Mm. Um, I was going to segue again. 
you mentioned White Bear, that episode of Black Mirror, yes. starring Lenora Critchlow. I think I'm saying that correctly. Who's in Being Human. Who is in Being Human, which also is sci-fi? Or is it or not? is it more fantasy? Because it's kind of like spooky. There's a ghost and a vampire and a werewolf. Yeah, living in a house. No, like, real technology, but also, like, a lot of, like, ooh. Is Misfits sci-fi? Struck by lightning, get powers. Yeah, where, is, where do superheroes fall into this? They can be sci-fi, they can be fantasy. Crikey. Pushing daisies, is that sci-fi? Let me be your fantasy. I think no. Okay. Maybe? No, fantasy. They didn't have a big telly. No big tellies. I think you're onto something. Shiny costumes and big telly is, like... The separating factor. Yeah. But I feel like, do you know what? It's it's my podcast, so I can do what I want. Fair enough. I feel like we can also talk about fantasy. We're only sticking to sci-fi because it came up with a pun name. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you want a longevity of the podcast, though, I think you could, like, just do all of sci-fi. Yeah. And then you don't want to be a limited series. No. I, I do want to talk about Lord of the Rings. So, after, after that, you could think of another pun. Now's not the time for a thought shower. No. No. <laughs> Back on track. Let's talk about a few like fantasy films that you're into while we're here. Oh, or TV shows. Put you on the spot. You mentioned the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. I was a Hunger Games girl. I love the books. I moved I the mic away finished. to burp. Just for for okay. everyone listening at home, I did move the mic away to do a little burp. Burpy Margaret. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Twilight. I was a Twilight girly. I was a big Twilight fan, and I've got to say, like, if you were Bella, I'd go for neither. I'd pick the one with the abs who was obsessed with me. Yeah. Not the pasty skinny bastard who couldn't care less about me and kept pissing off to Rome or wherever. I said, I'm not talking about my ex. <laughs> Stopping that up. Um, that's, actual, that's actual tea. Um, I reckon, yeah, after, after Jacob cut his hair, because it wasn't giving in that first. That second film, though, when he's in the rain mm. with that tattoo and the abs. Sexy. Yes, please. But he got recast. He nearly got recast, sorry. Have you seen Sharkboy and Lava Girl? <laughs> that's sci-fi there's a big telly in that it's by the guy who did Spy Kids I thought I was going to say I've, it's always reminded me of Spy Kids Spy Kids 3D I watched that in, in theatres that's sci-fi indeed big telly um, fun facts about Spy Kids 3D me and my friends went to it when we were at school and we sat on the floor behind the seats and barely watched it we were just like throwing popcorn at each other it's a good film it's a cinematic masterpiece it is it I'm is. sure it is mm. who's the girl one Lava Girl. Yeah. No, no, in um, Spike It's 3D. Junie and Carmen? Carmen, yeah. that's the one. Um, Lava Girl is now a big Republican. Makes sense. Mm. And Boy is Taylor Swift. Taylor <laughs> The gag. Didn't Taylor and Taylor dated? Yes, and now he's married to someone else called Taylor. That's creepy. Would you date a Kate? Um, probably not. Probably not. I th- I'd date Kate Bush. It's me, Kate Bush, let me in at your window. Um... I have to say that every time your name or name adjacent comes up, it's honestly just uh, immediate response. Yeah. Like a Pavlov's, Pavlov's dog. dog. Yeah. What do you call me? Um, <laughs> I don't think I would date anyone with my name. Tia. Yeah. Take Tina Corfu. Very that. My, my real name is Lawrence, and I did... For activities. If you want better facilities. I did, <laughs> I did date someone whose dad was called Lawrence, and that was weird enough for me. If I ever see my dad on, like, Tinder... Not my dad on Tinder, my dad's <laughs> name on Tinder. Not that... <laughs> Well, um, I'm like, no. Or really? even with my name, I'm like, no. What is, is it GDPR? Can I ask your dad's name? Uh, RuPaul. That's weird. My dad's called Michelle. Sisters. <laughs> Sisters. <laughs> Michelle Visage is, I did call her dad quite a lot. I do love calling Michelle dad. Nice. Um, is I, RuPaul's Drag Race sci-fi? Because there is a big telly and shiny costumes. 
I think you've cracked the code. Sasha Bell. They did do the Star Wars parody in UK3. Oh, and that, they did that... That was bad. That other one on, with, like, Shangela and Alexis. And we a lot of words that we don't say anymore. For a single guy. Yes. Yeah, that one. Something port to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even remember that, but... Yeah, okay. It was a different time. It was a different time. Yeah. Um, I want to know, because I know you're a musical theatre girly. Da-da-da. Yeah. I was trying to think, are there sci-fi musicals? Because yes. I can think of two. Which two can you think of? So they did a musical of um, Metropolis. Okay. I think starring Judy Kuhn, who's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Brian Blessed. There was Time, Makes the sense. musical, with the big Laurence Olivier head. War of the Worlds. Fair. I'm coming up with those. And then the best musical ever to exist, Starlight Express. Is that... Oh, yeah, I guess that very much is sci-fi in in that. So my drag actually started because of a sci-fi musical. So this musical was called Saucy Jack and the Space Vixens. And I played the only drag character in it who was called Booby Cheval. Um, I can't do this anymore. I'm so sorry. But you may recall, because we've known each other pre-drag race in drag, I was in a girl group called The Vixens. Is that where it's from? Yes, because I got the tap on the shoulder to enter Drag Idol, the competition. And I was too scared to do it by myself. So I started The Vixens from two other members of the cast of Saucy Jack and the Space Vixens. It's amazing. Yeah. So my drag is literally down to a sci-fi musical. Are there any songs that we'd know from it? Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> I know all of them, but you will know none of them. Okay, Return to the Forbidden Planet, that's a musical. That is a sci-fi musical. Rocky Horror. Ooh. The opening song is called Science Fiction Double Feature, darling. No, but, okay. The, and they've got a big telly. <laughs> the, the issue that I have is the, the opening song establishes a sci-fi. The entire third act, like the end, very much sci-fi. Mm. The beginning... Very much like horror. I guess that's why it's called Rocky Horror. Mm. Makes sense. Um, So it's got, like, it's got that Venn diagram energy that we're talking about. Because, like, the whole, like, premise of the breakdown of the car and sort of going into the big spooky castle. Yeah, Yeah, very much horror. And then suddenly we're like, it's aliens, it's, like, everything sci-fi. They didn't like me. Who would you play in Rocky Horror? Uh, Riff Raff, probably. I see that for you. Or Magenta. Oh, see, I want Magenta, so... If anyone's casting. Yeah. We could... We need a Columbia, though. And I don't know any queens who can tap. Do we? Poppycock. Poppycock can be Columbia. Oh, she's such a Columbia. She's such a Columbia. Yeah. Lovely. I'm not sure she she can tap, but I'm sure it's not her strong suit. Dolly Trolley can tap. Probably not better than Poppy, though. They can share it. They can alternate. Yeah. One can do the voice, one can tap, and then... Dolly can record the taps off stage. Exactly. (laughs) And Poppy can tap sync for her life. For your life. Do you want to know a fun fact? My drag daughter, Soraya Sis. Mm-hmm. Do you know Soraya Sis? I'm aware. She was once in a West End musical where they had to tap and they mic'd everyone's tap shoes apart from hers. She was the weakest tapper, so her shoes were unmiked. Shout out to Soraya. She's now in Hollyoaks. Lovely. Is Hollyoaks sci-fi? I'm not sure about the size of the tellies. Oh, they've got big tellies, but not super shiny costumes. That's true. Have you seen Shock Treatment, the Rocky Horror sequel? Yes, I actually have. I think that's sci-fi. It's very much sci-fi, and I very much don't love it. I'm obsessed. Really? I love awful... The song about the blender? Yes. Not for me. Bitchin' in the Kitchen. Bitchin' yeah. Little Black Dress is a great song. Um, It's it's great, because they had a whole different idea for it, but then there was a a strike or something. They had to do it all in one studio, and they made it all about a TV studio, a big telly. A big telly? Little Shop of Horrors, is that sci-fi? Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. That's sci-fi. A sci-fi musical. 
There are a lot of sci-fi musicals. You could do Audrey in this. In this little leopard print print number. number. Thank you. I think I'm I'm more Audrey 2 in terms of vocal range. I see. Did you see it when Vicky Vox did it? No. In Regent's Park. I saw it in Manchester with the guy who played Lloyd in Demon Headmaster. That's... It's all come round full circle. Doctor Who, stay We've come full circle, which means we've come to the... No, (laughs) I'm sure there's more to talk about. Um... I haven't even talked about all the like the Doctor Who spin-offs and stuff. Weird also that we've established that there are so many sci-fi musicals. A crossover that I didn't think I'd know, but I appreciate that I've now learnt about. Yeah, I didn't I couldn't think of one coming in, but now I've thought of twenty eight loads, yeah. Twenty eight sci-fi Absolutely. musicals. That's wild. Maybe we should put like stage one at the Clapham Grand. Yeah. I'd I'd be down. We're not going to get the rights to Rocky Horror, trust me. Saucy Jack and the Space Vixens, however. That we can get the rights to. Rocky They're Horror. They're giving that away, aren't they? No, it's a wonderful show that I appreciate that I was part of. And I, you know, the rights holders of it, it was um, originated as a student production that went to the Edinburgh Fringe. And the leads, I believe they were the leads, or maybe it's the writer and the actress who played the lead, um, are married. And they're the ones who like hold the rights and you email. I'm like, as if I'm emailing the original Jubilee Climax. I beg your pardon? the lead space vixen jubilee climax and the other two are named bunny lingus and anna labia i'm getting a sense of what saucy jack of the space vixens is about now yes very yeah. very genital oriented what's your character called booby cheval booby cheval of course isn't cheval horse in french wee oui, wee oui. horse yes tit <laughs> tit horse nearly my drag name <laughs> truly <laughs> I would have been quite calm, actually. Yeah. I'm sure there's a drag queen by now doing a brunch somewhere called Tit Horse. Tit Horse. Yeah. Catherine Butch, unfortunately, we have come to the end of our chat. Oh, I'm sorry I've waffled on about literally everything. No, I appreciate it. I can imagine that this is probably very um, neurospicy energy yes. to sort of listen to, which I enjoyed. I didn't even talk about Red Dwarf. I forgot about that. Oh the my comedy God. ones. Right, oh. let's end with a little brief chat about Red Dwarf. Because um, I do love Red Dwarf. Really liked it, really fun. Um, enjoyed it. Haven't uh, watched the new ones. You haven't? I have. No, I've not got Dave. I was like, I'm, I'm still, still on five channels. <laughs> oh, it's right. Pop round to mine, we could watch it. I think if they ever bring it back, I'd like to play uh, Kachansky. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to do like Holly or Hilly. Oh, or no. both. You'd be good. Maybe we should do a reboot. Because do you know what? I ripped my wig off, take my makeup off and played Cat or Dave. Yeah. No, I'm... Do both. I'm not. I'm, I'm Crichton. Yeah. It's the C-3PO of it all. It That's is. That's you. But I wouldn't want to take it... Is it Robert Llewellyn? Wouldn't want to take that role away. He's very like, good. It's a very genius role. I love it. And Hitchhiker's Guide again, comedy bits. Hold on. Right, we're having a private chat, talking amongst yourselves. What if we took Red Dwarf yeah. and turned it into a musical... Because we've already got, it's called outside. Like, we've yeah. already got an opening Tongue number. Tied. I think we should, yeah. Listen, let's not tell anyone about so it. Keep, keep under your hat. Yeah, no one can hear us. I hope not. So that's fine. No, there's okay, no, one, no one can hear us. So if we start writing that, I'm actually kind of being serious. I think it would be sickening. Okay, yeah. Like, because you could do, you know how they like all these stunts in musicals now? Mm. We could have like the, what's it called? Bug, space bug. Yeah. We could have that like flying across the audience. Back to the future. Very, uh, very that. Oh, I was thinking more phantom when the, oh, dr- the dr- chandelier. Dr- 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 yeah, 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 really yeah. good. Really good. So we could do that. I, I could be, do you know what? I'd like to be Cat, I reckon. I think I'd really like to be Rimmer. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold Rimmer. He is more deluxe than a garden, garden stripper. Yep. We've already got three songs. 
That's a musical, Hen. Yeah, very that. We Ready? can write, write a couple more. I'm thinking about it in too much depth now. And we'll, I realize, talk, we'll talk yeah, after. Yeah, we'll talk after because we need to round up this sorry, episode sorry. of The Final Frontier. Catherine, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's been real. It's been lovely. Now, I have got one thing that I would like to ask of you. Please. And I'm going to make this a recurring thing Okay. Uh, for each of my guests. Would you be willing to perform a scene with me, a sci-fi scene? Absolutely. Now, what, what of all the things that you've mentioned, what TV show or film would you like to do a scene from? Oh, I mean, I'd love a little Hooniverse moment. Okay. Um, or even the camp sinister nonsense of the Demon Headmaster. I think we're going to go with one of those two options. And the option that we're going with is the camp sinister nonsense of the Demon Headmaster. Scene five, which is page 19. Oh, they've illustrated this play script. They have. I'm I, ready. Shall I be the head UB diner? Yeah, of course. Or would you like to be the head? The Demon Headmaster. I'm the head. That's Art Attack. <laughs> that is Art Attack, which I never used to watch because I was a CBBC girly, not a CITV girly. Oh. Do you remember that rumour that comes around every like four years that Neil Buchanan is dead? No. Happens a lot. Oh. You are. You do give me diner energy. You are the diner glass of drag, diner famously. Di- okay. Oh, it's all very posh, isn't it? Oh, oh, yeah. Can I be sinister? Okay, let's see if we can do it. <clears throat> should I knock? To enter, to- oh, yeah, let's be method. I need to get into character. I'm so sorry. This is so funny. <clears throat> sorry. I might have to do another knock. Maybe. <clears throat> okay. Enter. You wasted my good knock. Enter. 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 More nasal. Okay. Enter. There we go. Where was it? Enter. Whoever can keep order can rule the world. Sir. Is this a new girl? I'm Dinah Glass and Please I... Please do not speak until asked. Sit down. I'm going to give you a test that all new pupils do. Haven't you got a report from my old school? Other people's reports are no use to me. Please do, just as you are told. Spell, onomatopoeia. Uh, oh, uh... Quickly! O-N-O-M-A-T-O-P-O-E-I-A. Correct. Interesting. What is 1734s? Work it out in your head, please. Um... Quickly! 578. Correct. Very interesting. What's the chemical formula for sulfuric acid? Quick. H2SO5. Incorrect. H2SO4. You're an intelligent girl, but careless. I wonder if... Mm, it doesn't matter. We'll find out everything about you in due course. Now, you must be feeling tired, Dinah. No. No, I think you are. It's funny, you should be so tired this early in the morning. You're so tired. Your head feels heavy. Your eyes are starting to close. You're so very, very tired. <laughs> honk shoe, honk shoe. We nailed it. Oh, what nice reference. Honk shoe, me, 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 me. Honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> that was me sleeping. Nice. I'm good. Nice. Uh, thank you so much, Kate. Thank you for having me. I think you are the perfect diner glass. Thank you so much. That's the nicest thing that anyone's <laughs> ever said to me. And also the perfect guest. Here on The Final Frontier. Thank you. Have you got anything coming up? Anything you want to talk about? I'm uh, doing lots of bits. Um, I'm doing a stand-up little show with Joel Domit on oh. the 10th of April. Um, I host my own podcast, Queer's Gone By. Uh, we li- watch Nostalgia Listen to that thing. one after this one. Well, yes, you're very welcome to come and be a guest on that if you like. Oh, thank you. Um, we watch that day. film and TV. <laughs> we watch film and TV from our childhoods and try to work out if that's what made us queer. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot of like Doctor Who's, we've done some Sarah Janes. Um, we've done the, the Sexy Fox from Robin Hood. It was hot. Shrek. 
Oh. And yeah, people can listen to that after this one. Oh, lovely. Yeah, thank you for having me. Gorgeous, thank you for coming. Thank you. I'll, I'll see you. Bye. Next Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slay. Slay.